I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast, where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. And with us today, back in the saddle, the doctor. Aloha. Good to have you back, Good Doc. to be back. Hey, we're friends who love good beer and telling stories, so we turned it into a podcast. And uh, today, uh, two things, a couple things. First of all, it's National Dinosaur Day. Ooh, That's awesome. So, yeah, they needed their day. Um, and then the other one, which I, I would think this is every day, but it is International Kangaroo Care Day. So, uh, for those of you that uh, celebrate, uh, you know, hug your kangaroo today. Okay. Land um, down under. Yeah. So. Favorite dinosaur, Doc? Well, I would go T-Rex, but it might would be like something aquatic. So, mm-hmm. like the, um, what's the big ass one? Plesiosaurus. There yeah. you go. There you go. Yeah. Favorite dinosaur? Uh, well, probably the Velociraptor. Yeah, mine like changes that. day to day, yeah, but today yeah. Ankylosaurus. Oh, I think one. that that's the one with the club tail and the. Oh, right, it looks right, like a tank. Right, 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 right. That's just for today. Yeah, good change. That's nice. Yeah. You could you could call the shark a dinosaur. So there you go. So the megalodon. That yeah, would be right. One. Yeah, that would right. be good. Yeah. Teachers by day, as you can tell. Beer drinkers by night. Uh, lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego, California. Beer mecca within a beer mecca. Please pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and join us. Hey everybody! Don't be a freaking manus. Buy me a beer, not a freaking coffee. Go to ilikebeerthepodcast.com and click on buy me a coffee and then buy me a beer, which is gracias. That's buy me a beer. No longer buy me a coffee. Buy me a beer. Click the link on the website. And when you do, you support our podcast and you help us keep doing this. Very much appreciated. ilikebeerthepodcast.com. Links to the store, the newsletter, the gallery, where we've been, what we've been drinking, I like beer, the podcast.com. Speaking of drinking, what are we drinking? <laughs> well, you, you're supposed to return after your long voyages with, uh, with a beer. I brought you presents. Okay. Oh, All right. Good. And hopefully yeah. these presents are still tasty because I bought them a while thinking, oh, I'll be back soon. So we'll see how they taste. So uh, I had uh, the pleasure of going to uh, a little fundraiser at our, one of our favorite breweries here in San Diego, Viewpoint Brewery. So... Um, it was called Love for Ukrainians. <laughs> a shout out to my good friend Sharon Fromm, who kind of organized it. Um, so they raised money because, uh, you know, there's over a thousand Ukrainian refugees right here in San Diego. And uh, through the nonprofit Hope for San Diego, Charles Cole, owner of Viewpoint Brewery, basically he, he donated, you know, the whole, his whole facility. And, you know, for the whole month of February, half the money raised from this beer we're about to drink, Lager for Ukraine. Oh, there we go. Uh, is going to, you know, help local Ukrainians. So this lager for Ukraine was born out of a global collaboration. Ukraine's Pravda Brewery, they made this label right here and uh, the artwork. And basically they donated it to so any brewery around the world wants to, you know, use the label and the artwork, put it on their can and raise some money for a good cause. So, so drink up. So I, I only drank this beer all night long because, you know, half the money was going for a good cause. But hopefully it's still good. Hopefully you like it. My family was it liking nicely. it. nicely. Yeah, I um, I had to, you know, people visit and they wanted to drink it. I go, no, 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 we're saving those for the podcast. <laughs> That's hard to do, huh? When yeah. you have certain beers in the fridge. Yeah. It's hard so to explain to people the important. people over. Right. <laughs> we noticed. Oh, okay. That's yeah. going to change, though, in a week or soon, so. Soon, soon, okay. soon, soon, yeah. <laughs> so anyways, hey, so any of you, if you guys still want to uh, donate, well, maybe we'll put it on our influencer here, but it's love for Ukrainians, 
dash sd.com you can still give to you just leave even a little uh, barcode you can scan the barcode but you don't people listening probably don't have the barcode but uh love for ukrainians dash sd.com they actually i don't know if they still do i had i actually have had this on tap at, yeah, yeah. draft at the at they the, did a year ago yeah, as well yeah 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 they just didn't have this big event cheers cheers welcome back well, cheers, cheers bros cheers, let's cheers, see cheers, if it holds cheers. up still Oh, you tell me, well. how's it yeah, compared to having it? I think it's doing pretty well still. Tastes delicious to me. Yeah, yeah. It should hold up. It's a lager. Yeah, it's a can. It's been in the yeah. refrigerator. Oh, yeah, I, kept it refrigerator. I kept it refrigerated. Oh, it hasn't been in the trunk of your car the whole yeah. time. That's probably good. Straight home it has a fridge. nice body and flavor yeah. to it. Oh, yeah, it's good. I thought good. it might be a little watery because sometimes they can be. Um, sometimes that's like my automatic thought of a of a, of a lager. Is like, mm-hmm. not, nope, delicious. Well, that's I don't expect. That's what I expect from Mo. So double shout out once again, Charles Cole. Viewpoint Brewery, thanks for hosting. Super fun night. That unbelievable food. Some mm-hmm. I don't know. They got a new chef. So if you if you're in this area, new chef. He's I don't know. He's from Europe somewhere. Oh, just really good Ukrainian style food they made. But good stuff. Every time we go there, yeah, it's so no, good. It's always good. That that's the only thing about the end of summer that I thoroughly well football starts. So I guess there's more than one thing, but. We always end our summer with a visit with Mo at Viewpoint and a quick yeah. interview and, and to see what he's brewing. So it, it takes yeah. the edge off the end of yeah. summer for us. You did a good job with this one. Well, thank you for bringing it. Of course. And now that we have a beer in hand, it's time for Toast, Roast, and Pour One Out. Ooh, hear that? Yeah, My back a, creaking. Back, yeah. Getting ready getting for old, summer. Getting old, getting <laughs> old. Well... I I got toast. You got toast. You got to, I got toast. You got toast. I got toast. I'm, I followed Angel's lead last. Uh, we had uh, Angel and Rob Family here, boy. Beer Belly Society, and he seemed to capture the essence of what toast, roast, and pour was always meant to be. True. No, what's your toast? No explanation. Nothing. Brad Pitt. Yeah. Why? <laughs> well, that's just my toast. Well, Brad Pitt. Enough said. I don't need yeah. to say anything else. So yeah. I'm going to follow his lead. Yeah. Here's my toast. I got three of them. Okay. Peanut butter cups. Mm, yeah. Fair. Wind in your face when oh, you're riding a bike yeah, on a hot day. That's true. And the musky fragrance of old books. Oh, nice. There you go. I like the wind at your back when you're on your way home. That's what I like. <laughs> yeah, you know what those three things have in common? What's that? Peanut butter cups, wind in your face on a bike ride in the summer, and the fragrance of old books. Hmm. Kind of capture the essence of Brad Pitt. That's fair. They actually Maybe do. Ryle, Ryan Reynolds. But, but when I closed my eyes, I was seeing Brad Pitt first, yeah. but Ryan Reynolds yeah. was creeping in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's it's your nice. toast? Uh, I'm thinking of Brad Pitt and... and Benjamin Buttons. So that's kind no, of a weird that's one. Weird. <laughs> that's just strange. That's okay. Actually, we should have had you here to ask Angel about that. <laughs> um, I got a couple. Of, so first one, toast to you. Uh, great article uh, on Jacked Up and oh, the Coast you. News. So you guys should check that out. Um, I'm going to toast once again San Diego Beer News because uh, that's the only place I get my beer news. And uh, and it was kind of appropriate actually for this week because uh, they just did a really good feature on the Temecula Brew scene. And we were talking about, I think, outside of the podcast saying, Hey, we need to get back over to Temecula. And oddly enough, I went, was driving through there this last weekend and just stopped and we stopped at black market brewing and what a cool place. Uh, and, and again, it's, it's just right off the, the 15 there. Um, if you're coming through Temecula on, on, on the way back to San Diego, um, and, uh, they had, they had good food, you know, they make like the homemade pizzas, that kind of stuff, but they had some other foods as well. Uh, extensive beer list, uh, but they also have a winery that is is associated with them. So they do like flights of wine. So wife my wife was very happy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but on top of that, just the facility itself. I mean, they had um, 
all types of games to play. So like just a hangout spot too. They had like probably four or five of those shuttle boards. They had like two foosball tables, air hockey, all, and it's always free. Like so you could just then. see it would just be a cool place to go hang out as well. So uh, shout out to them. And, and uh, it's definitely a place we may maybe need to do a field trip to Temecula and, and, and do some checking on stuff. So I'm ready to go back to garage too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I believe garage has moved now out of the, the original location that we went. If I was based on what I was reading, I think they've moved over to a different location, but they, yeah, they're still there. Uh, refugee is good. And there was a handful of other ones that I, I think are new since the last time we were there. So, uh, shout out to them. And then the other one I thought that was kind of interesting because you talked about Lost Abbey, uh, last time, but, um, they just announced as well, got this off San Diego Beer News, is that they are going to, uh, make their beer or brew their beer and they are opening a tasting room. And guess where? In the Mother Earth location uh, on Thibodeau and Vista. Nice. Oh. So they're doing kind of a partnership. I guess it's a call. What do they call it in the, in the business? An alternating proprietorship agreement with them to be able to use their facility um, to brew their beers, but then also open a tasting room um, that's going to be able to serve Lost Abbey beers there out of that Thibodeau location. So cheers to, to, to them as well. It'd be fun to spot. go back in that location, too. True. It would. Uh, maybe they'll have a couple guest Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Mother Earth. That leads me to my town. roast, though, because oh, my, oh, oh no! <laughs> oh. So stop <laughs> dreaming now. Well, my roast is is that come on, Mother Earth. <laughs> you know, if someone else is opening up your so that that promise to open up a, a North County facility, I don't know. It just seems like it keeps getting a little further and further away from yeah. us. Because um, they actually did say that based on this, when they open this, uh, it'll be focusing on Lost Abbey uh, uh, beers and 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 some of their sub brands other than Mother Earth brands. So. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Hopefully, yeah, at some point, it'll happen. Weird, but okay, great. Welcome yeah. to Vista. Yeah, yeah. So pretty cool. Join everyone else here in Vista. Yes. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. Well, okay. All right. Well, we get good more good beer. I'm not. No, it's, it's and it's right down the road from yeah. the Colab Public yeah. House we yeah. like to meet up at. So very good. I've had a, several of those black market brewing at Primos Mexican Market sells okay. those. So I often yeah. would grab burritos and and one of those just to try. That's a, like uh, they must have had. I mean, they had a bunch of bunch of uh, good IPAs, but a, so many different variations of lagers, and like you know, where there was a Japanese lager and then a, a hopped lager, and then and so it was kind of cool. And they've won some some medals at, at the GABF and stuff. So I mean, it's 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 an award winning brewery. But I just thought the overall vibe of the place it was really cool to to kind of walk in there and and just the the location and the setup and stuff. It it seemed. Um, I, you know, I guess that's kind of weird with the word, but family friendly, like a place that you could take because there would be there were video games so and there kind of stuff, but also just a place to go hang out and have some stuff to do. Um, you know, it was, it's kind of a throwback, I guess, to we've, we've been to a few of them that are, have that feel of a the old pizza parlor type thing, you know, so it was cool. I love the old pizza parlor. I remember yeah. as a kid playing all yeah, the games yeah. and running around. I'm loving this lager. It's got that, it's that got that kind of bread, biscuity, bready, bready, yeah. bready yeah. light maltiness. It was a great lager. That almost tastes like a little chocolate at the end or something. Chocolate. Okay. Yeah. Well, pull a sound guy, Tom. I'm gonna, I smell honey on the nose. <laughs> you tell him, Tom for a while there. He I always honey. Say, I just think he loves honey. Yeah, he does love honey. Uh, let me see if I can get any chocolate out of this. Otherwise, nah, maybe, it's not chocolate. It's biscuity. Maybe it's just wash honey. wash your glass next time. Yeah, but. yeah. Here's <laughs> the peanut butter cup <laughs> reference. <laughs> yeah, but I actually was. That was mine. So my, my toasts all had the essence of Brad Pitt. Mm. So I thought I need three roasts without explanation. That that represent the opposite of Brad Pitt. Mm. Caramel so, apples on a stick. What? Sticky bar tops. Yeah, that's Ben Stiller. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can see that. Those are really? Opposite. Yeah, and, that's opposite know, Brad Pitt. Opposite, um, yeah, that's you know, fair. Those are the, all the opposite. Are you, you're not a caramel apple fan. Oh. I like caramel oh. apples. Oh. I don't mind caramel oh. apples. Oh. I do. Oh. Yeah. 
No. But I like it when someone cuts a slice off for me and hands it to True. me. Like I don't it. like it when I have to like Get dig into face. it because that, yeah, that's, it's just no, awkward. Like There's no, no, no nuts or no nuts. Nuts or no nuts? Yeah, I'm a no nut. You're no, no nut. No nuts. Yeah. Um, I'm a fan of nuts. Right, Green well, apples we've heard in that general, about no. Then put caramel on them, and then yeah. put on a stick, and yeah. then I can't eat it. Yeah, well, I no. Said, there's no, there's no. no cool way to eat a caramel like an apple on a stick. That's just <laughs> it is. You're gonna look. Oh, it's just gilly. But it is like if someone slices off a, a little slice of it. That's yeah, yeah, pretty good. Yeah. I agree with you. Ben Stiller, I see though. He, yeah. he, there's only so much of him you can take. Yeah, and it's yeah. very little. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's very little. Yeah. <laughs> and none with his shirt off. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Pours? Yeah, I've got one and pour one, and I'm I'm glad the doc's back because I feel like this is something that's probably up his alley here. So, hey, how do you know what's up my alley? Well, I've, I've been you know hmm. hanging out around. Here. We'll <laughs> you, see. You've been pro- your alley is well <laughs> yes. explored, hey, by the way. <laughs> you've been probing while I'm asleep, yes, or yes. what's going on here? <laughs> and there's his alley. <laughs> Speaking of your alley, um, so this comes from China, um, and again, I'm not sure the timeline on this because it sounds like it, it says China officials have launched its latest crackdown. So I don't know how many crackdowns there have been on this, but basically, this latest crackdown is on funeral strippers. Wait, um, you, wait, back up. Funeral strippers. Hmm. I thought you said. I'm thinking, yes, I'm thinking. Uh, so apparently, there's not a funerals for strippers, no, but strippers, strippers who at, at a funeral. Yes, it. yes. So I was thinking like strip down the dead body. Yeah, apparently no, it's a it. it's a it's been a long time tradition in uh, the rural areas of China for residents to hire strippers to uh, perform at funerals in order to attract a larger attendance of mourners. They got it going on in China. Yeah. You know, I give China uh, a lot of shit, but you know. and, and basically, <laughs> yeah. and, and I mean, this makes sense because they believe that a higher turnout at the funeral is that's a sign of honor for the dead. <laughs> Right. Um, so that kind of makes sense. Um, and no, no honor joke. Okay. All right. That seemed like a, a wasted opportunity for doc. Yeah. And, and it sounds like this, this, uh, it, it, it started back in like the early 1990s and that many experts attribute that these performances, oh, an ancient, ancient tradition, yeah, ancient tradition. Yeah. From the previous century to the it was a, yeah, the 1990s, all the way back in the 1990s. Uh, the stripper performance were a way to worship fertility at these funerals. And, huh. but the country is, what is they call it? The ministry of culture. They've said, Hey, we are, opposed this and we do not i actually think it's interesting obscene and vulgar performances at weddings funerals and temple fairs hmm. so i don't know if they're just targeting funerals and strippers at weddings and temple fairs are okay um but they did say it sounds like they're going after all of that uh for those of you that are uh, you know participating there is going to be a special hotline so that you can call it and report any funeral misdeeds um, but it's all, and you get a monetary it, reward. It's in the name of fertility, though, right? That's, that's, that's what, what they're on. saying. Yeah, it's getting people to make babies again and get them randy. Yeah, yeah. it's also re- resurrecting spin doctors and train because I'm guessing they're still using the same music from the, the ancient day, from the ancient, the ancient days. 1990s, yes, <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe a little Nirvana thrown yeah. in there. A little smells like Teen Spirit somewhere in there. But uh, what, what's more shocking to you? Strippers to drive attendance at a wedding, or strippers to drive attendance to a funeral? Mm, that's I'm thinking. But, I, I think a wedding is people go. It's a happy occasion, and there's good it food. It seems like you well, shouldn't need the strippers for a wedding. Well, yeah, if, you no, have, if you have no. enough alcohol at the wedding, it's just it's strippers are well, natural. If, that's going to happen. If, if the people in the wedding party are shipping, that's you yeah. know that's that's all right. But but, but let's just yeah. say on a personal thing, I'd rather have strippers at my funeral than at my wedding. Well, you're not. You're just, dead though. Yeah, but I'd like everybody else to have a good time. You're not, you're not, you're not <laughs> I'm just thinking it. about everybody else. You're not I'm it. a giver. I'm a giver. <laughs> and I just think about everybody else, you know. <laughs> All right. There you go. 
The I'm, Chinese just, culture is so rich. It is rich. I'm just surprised it hasn't caught <laughs> on here. About Chinese culture. I obviously don't know about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm just surprised <laughs> it has not caught on here. So, well, we well, just pour one out for pants. Being the strippers. Yeah, it seems to fit. Yeah, it does. <laughs> with summer coming, oh, yeah. with the last story. Yeah, just pants. Pants nice. are done. This has been Toast, Roast, and Pour One Out. I don't know how we're going to follow up that beer because that was delicious, but I know good, you that? brought some more stuff. Yeah, What do you have there, Talent? Well, again, in honor of tonight's uh, uh, topics, I went south of the border with some more Aguamala beers from Ensenada. Um, we've got three options here. I'm feeling like, let's start with the Amber Lager here. This is the Aguamala Vieja, and it's their Amber Lager. Um, in honor of Doc, all of these have uh, really great cool cans. cool cans with a lot got of good art, head, and they got... Yeah. Yeah, jellyfish and everything else. So we'll see. And if we don't like this one, we'll just move on to the next one. If we love this one, we'll finish this one up. And I'm sure we, sure we like the Mako Shark one. So yes. I, I've got fingers are crossed, but I bet it's going to be delicious. And I know we've I, talked about this many times, but Aguamala for a beer. You want bad water in your beer? We were talking about. Tell me about the, uh, the cover art there. What, what kind of what's going on? We got a big old sheep head. We got some um, Macrocystis pyrifera kelp, giant kelp, fastest growing kelp on the planet, plant on the planet. There you go. How's the beer? We care about the oh, art. that's good. I didn't beer. expect it to have that um, little bit of a kick to it. Oh yeah, that's hoppiness. Good. Kind of a hoppy, yeah, hoppy amber lager. Oh, I like it. Ooh, wow! I didn't expect it to taste no. like that at all. That's quite good. Mm, me gusta mucho. Well, I can't read the the cans all written in Spanish, so pass it over. Yeah, we'll help, it, help us it. out with that. It says that it's a it's a Mexican style a lager of amber color. It's elegant, malty, and complex. Uh, it's because they have uh, like a, a like a toasted. Um, yes, that's it. With, yeah, it's got a toasted malty to it. Yeah, and it's and it's dry at the end. So um, yeah, it says it's it's good for any. It's lightweight, four point seven percent alcohol content, um, but very flavorful. Flavorful, toasted, malty, with a little hop character, dry finish. Yep. Yeah. That is it. That that nails it. What a good beer. Oh, I would. That's better than any amber lager I'm getting at a Mexican restaurant in town. Though I don't. Why don't they carry this? Yeah, they should. I don't know. I don't know what the uh, didn't we do that NAFTA stuff or whatever it is to get some cross border things happening. Yeah, let's help our neighbors <laughs> in the south. Yeah. Bring this. Bring this north. It's like a. In some ways, it reminds me of uh, the old Ale Smith some lime, but it's got more of the hoppiness in it. Yeah. yeah. And just, it's definitely got a lot of that, that malty, that breaded, mm-hmm. kind of similar to the early one, but just like it's, it's got a lot of flavor. Yeah, I, I like it. Excellent choice. Thank you for bringing it. Listeners, keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times. It can be a dangerous ride. That's right. We're heading out with Dr. Todd on safari. Yeah. Time to get wild with Wild Thang. Here we go. Strap in. We're going to do a little deep dive into a cool organism on our planet. All right, listeners, here's some clues. Talent influencer. It has a big beak. It eats fish. But it also eats its own species. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's cannibalistic. It's found in all the oceans. 
Do we have a guess? Squid. It is the giant squid. Oh, the giant squid. Possibly the largest eyes have ever existed. Those are my next clues, but you got it. It's uh, the largest invertebrate, in other words, animal without bones. Scientific name, Archetuthis, a.k.a. oftentimes called the Kraken or Kraken, whatever part of the world you're in, which is the legendary giant octopus squid thing that attacks ships. Also the mascot for the Seattle hockey team, made famous in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Captain Jack Sparrow called it Beastie. One also, the- also Clash of the Titans. Right, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, but yeah, that was different. That was a big. I know, but it's clay, like yeah. wait, the, it was the crime was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the great. I don't know if you guys saw it, the great scene where you know Captain Jack Sparrow is about to meet his fate. You know, the big hundreds of teeth of the Kraken open yeah. up, and he draws his sword. And he just I dives right in. Like he was badass. He just went for it. You know, I haven't seen jumped it right in. Uh, oh, you got to see it. Sorry, sorry. No spoiler. No, alert. No. What are you drawing, uh, Talent? I'm drawing my giant squid. Okay. All right. I think you've jumped. I think you've jumped to the mating habits. Yeah, it's a giant squid. <laughs> it's a but, giant something. So hey, uh, so do you know why lately? Why haven't the giant? Uh, why haven't the giant squid been terrorizing ships? Or, I don't know. Or just like, or just why like, haven't the like giant last squid night, been terrorizing? Why, last night they weren't terrorizing any ships. Last night, you know what? Because they were too busy. Cracking open cold ones with the boys. Nice. Boys. Wait, with the boys. I blew it. No. With the boys. Wait, let's do a retake. Because I, I want to get my why don't they? Hey, why wasn't the giant squid terrorizing ships last night? I don't know, Todd. Why weren't the giant squid terrorizing it ships? Too busy cracking open a cold one with the boys. <laughs> Genius. Wasn't that? It is brilliant. Didn't see that one coming. Yeah. So, hey, not much. Speaking of boobies, I'm wearing my. Raquel Welch yeah. uh, shirt so for Seinfeld fans. I'm wearing my Those aren't the buoys. IPA, so we're all in. Hey, wow, yeah, we yeah, nailed yeah. it. Anyways, not much is known about the giant squid. We we had never even seen one alive before 2013. So just like 10 years ago, we finally got one on video. Um, until recently, all we had were like we had no so few specimens to go on. We just like collected like beaks and different parts out of like. Uh, sperm whales that were eating them, or maybe some a couple of washed up on beaches. Anyways, giant squid are cephalopods, relatives of the octopus, cuttlefish, the little marga squid, and the nautilus. Uh, they are gigantic, like 50 feet long, longer than a school bus for reference. Uh, more than half of that length is like their two extra long tentacles. But if you ride, if you ever rode the short bus, that'd be twice the length of the two of those. <laughs> two short buses long. <laughs> yeah. Math adds up. Well, yes, you, you need yeah. reference points. Some people yeah. have different reference points. That's okay. Fair. So hey, like other squid, they've got eight arms. And like I say, two extremely long tentacles, like 20, 25 feet long. Those are for catching prey, uh, hold on to their, their mates during mating. Uh, each of those eight arms has hundreds of suction cups on them. And each one of those suction cups on these giant squid have these big, like, serrated teeth around them. So, like, if something's trying to eat them, they grab on, they grind little holes. So if you see, like, a sperm whale, you see pictures of sperm whales, they got little circular holes in them. That's from just, you know, battles with I have giant seen squid. that, and I've always wondered yeah. what that was. And they have big, long rake marks on their heads as sperm whales because a lot of those suction cups have a big, like, almost like a big giant fish hook and they just grab on. So I've, no one's ever witnessed this or filmed this, but it'd be epic. There's a lot of like on YouTube, you can see, you know, animated uh, versions of what it would be like to see a giant squid and a sperm whale of equal size, almost. Yeah. Going at it. It'd be kind of cool. But questions anyway. answered True. here. Yeah. Yeah. So hey, the eyes are the size of dinner plates to capture light. Cause they're found down deep, like up to like 3000 feet deep age. Not sure. 
They don't know how old they get, but uh, some of the dating of the beaks um, are like 14 years old or so. They breathe like fish, actually, with two large gills. Oh. They, yeah. Oh, I had a question. Question. Sorry. Full of que- you questions. know me, full of questions. Yeah. Um, which question do I start with? So the octopus you said lives only like four years or maybe yeah. eight years. The octopus is short lived, and mostly so, squid are mostly very short lived, like so a I was year. Or two. Ask, do they? Yeah. Do they think so? What size are they when? Well, we don't know what yeah, size yeah. they are when they hatch. No, we don't know much about. How, but how long does what, it take to get that? What big? they do think why they're able to live a little bit longer is they're found down deep where it's really cold and their metabolism is very slow. So maybe that slow metabolism allows them to kind of, you know, they don't need to eat as much. They can live longer. But uh, as opposed to the ones that are up shallow where it's really warm, they got a fast metabolism. They got to, you know, grow, mate, die in like a year or two. So there you go. Thank yeah, you. there you go. Um, and, yeah, and, you know, they move by jet propulsion like an octopus. They take in water in their body cavity. They shoot it out that funnel or siphon. And they kind of, it's like a big giant fire hose. You move the opposite way of that fire hose. Yeah. Not a question, just a comment. That reminded me. I want to thank you for the advice on the bidet. <laughs> Speaking of fire hose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you guys have made comments when you've come back from vacations where you said, I missed my bidet. And oh. I thought, that's just a silly thing silly. to say. Now that I was away yeah. from home for 10 days. Totally makes it's, sense. It's one yeah. of the things you no. really appreciate. We're not your entirely home. related, but the jet propulsion from yeah. the water <laughs> jet did make me think of it. True. Yeah. Okay. Right. Sorry. Right. Exactly. Full yeah. of interruptions. Uh, anyways, they feed on deep sea fish and they actually eat other squid. Uh, they, and they catch them with those extra long tentacles. I said, uh, do you know actually what a Kraken's favorite meal is? What, what fish a and eat? ships. And each nice. other. Nice. Fish and ships. Fish and ships. That's a good one. I was looking for a real answer. <laughs> yeah. I, was on, I was still stuck on the cannibalism part. <laughs> yeah, that's fish and ships. Fish and ships. Not chips. For these are on the can. Nicely done. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Anyways, what eats them? We already said just, you know, the largest whales that have teeth, like the sperm whale. By the way, sperm whale only has teeth on its lower jaw and simply meant for just. Bam, bam, just squishing big old giant squid. That's why they, that's what those big lower teeth that are for. mostly what they eat? That's mo- almost entirely what they eat. So chunk. there's a lot of giant squid down deep. Yes, yeah, yeah. They think that's, that uh, sperm whales eat over 100 million giant squid a year. That's crazy. Really? Yeah. That is crazy. Right? I thought they were a rare thing. Not a rare thing. We just, you know, they're set, they're found so deep where we don't get to see them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but our regular little tiny market squid that we buy and make calamari out of, they actually mate by like, t- or in a mating, by the way, you know, <laughs> the good part. I, I thought we might. <laughs> the good part. Uh, does every wild thing end with how they do it? <laughs> because it is, you know, we all wonder. And this is how they do it. That's the sub, yeah. Yeah. sub, sub uh, segment. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, our little market squid is kind of interesting. What they do is they take, uh, or an octopus, they'll, they'll, the male will use one of his arms, he'll grab a packet of squid, and he'll just kind of tuck it inside the female's body cavity. And, you know, she can take it if she likes that squ- that a male. She can take it and use it and fertilize eggs, or she can just take it and toss it away into the current. Oh, bye bye, bye bye. Yeah, I wonder how they make those decisions. Looks, size of your tentacles. Well, you know, it's kind of really easy. Yeah. Interesting. In cuttlefish, there are these things called sneaker males. They're not as big, but what they do is they they camouflage themselves as females because they're small. Right. Yeah. So they they change their color. They act like a female. They kind of sneak in there and like and fertilize the female. Uh, in between, like when the big males do, ah. and oftentimes she will choose that sneaker male because he's smart. 
That's why I think because yeah, oh, he's brains. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Choose so, brains over yeah, bronze. Ryan, yeah, yeah. So that's why maybe why they're, they're so intelligent. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, so here's what here's what the giant squid do though. They don't. The male doesn't actually take a pack with his arms. He actually has like a seven foot long prehensile penis. I had a feel. I saw the picture over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you crossed it all up. You, you got embarrassed. <laughs> so his seven foot long prehensile that penis, seems like too much. penis comes out. Yeah. Well, it's it's fifty feet long. It's school bus size, so okay. right. He actually goes up to female and whoosh, high pressure propels sperm packets, bam, into her waiting arms like catch, and she like catches these big packets of sperm. Sounds like a rom com, right? Or something. Right. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So the rest of the story is kind of guesswork from there. <laughs> so the sperm could travel like through her arms to fertilize the, fertilize the eggs internally, but researchers researchers actually suspect that arm shot of the spermatophores actually triggers the female's ovaries to actually release a bunch of eggs, kind of bound by this jelly she holds in her arms, and then basically the the uh, sperm sense those nearby eggs and migrate fertilized eggs. Then the females release millions of tiny transparent little fertilized eggs into the water a big egg mass a lot of them get eaten but some soon will become giant 50 foot giant squid but do we know on what size they start at we don't we don't Maybe we the don't. size of a thumb and then they end no, up like probably a like this no like the size of uh the packet would be like the size of a thumb which would have hundreds of eggs in it okay yeah yeah there you go so that is ladies and gentlemen the giant squid, also known as the kraken. And another reason to stay out of the ocean. An Archituthus. <laughs> Archituthus is the scientific of, name. Out of the, like, the depths of the <laughs> yeah, ocean. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. How do they, another question. How do their bodies hold up to I mean, 3,000 feet deep? Yeah. yeah. Well, they've got no bones, right? They're all just, they're pretty much gelatinous. There's no air spaces to like compress so yeah, there you go. And then the whales, they have to go down that deep to get them. Yeah, that's that's an an entire another thing. How do the whales which do have air spaces, how do you know what do they do? How how do they stay warm and yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Sounds like another episode. Another episode. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Doc. Yeah. You're welcome. Welcome back. Good to be back. I feel like we should have a beer to celebrate that. Let's do it. All right, so I've got this one now from Aguamala called the Fugu and it's their Japanese lager. We'll try this one. Fugu. What good beer tonight? They're like the Foo Bird. I don't know. It's, it's just the Fugu. If the Foo shits wear it. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Fugu. All right. We got more uh, fish to identify, too, on the can. I'm the man for that job. And for drinking of the cerveza. Oh, we've got a plethora of fish. Gotta clear that in. Bubbles. Kind of sad about they eat that the giant squid eat each other, though. Yeah, they're ravenous. Well, it doesn't sound like they've got much of it. I mean, if they're, like, they don't even make sex fun. No, nothing. Not very. You stand over like, there and let me throw you a pitch. Yeah, get a super. It. It's like get a super soaker standing against that wall. <laughs> I'm just gonna, you know. Yeah, let me see oh, that sorry. one. No, that's all right. So this one says that it is a fusion of the east and the west. How from that fusion of the east and west uh, was born our. Japanese lager. And it's based on a lot of the most famous beers of Japan. You know, I actually think those fish are has, fish from Japan. Oh, true. I like there's a yeah, mix of fish. Yeah. Well, it says it starts as rice, and then it's got a dry at the dry finish, but also refreshing. 
Very light. My favorite Japanese beer is Stone. Yeah. Stone <laughs> count as a Japanese beer now. Oh, that's that's a good one. Pretty three good ones. Oh yeah, that's very different than the uh, the uh then you like viewpoints Kieran's oh yeah. then the lager for Ukraine. Yeah. Uh, not as no malt, not malty at all. Super light, yeah, and a tiny bit sweet on the end, yeah. And that's probably the rice, yep, and very crisp. Oh, that I could drink that all day. This is this tastes like because it maybe I'm being led by the can, but this like if you were on a boat fishing, yeah, and it's hot, you would drink a hundred. Oh my of gosh, these. you could drink this you'd, you'd, instead of water. Four percent. Yep, yeah. sure could. A <laughs> hundred. A hundred. Yeah, I could drink a hundred of this. It wouldn't, wouldn't matter if you caught any fish after that. Point. No. After a if I have to clean the fish, then I'm okay not catching them. Mm-hmm. I don't mind cleaning fish, but it's also nice not to clean fish. Yeah, so I'm out. Yeah, it's they, a they have people that will clean them for you. It's nice to just yeah, have the your fish prepared yeah. for you. Yeah. It, but sometimes just fishing and not catching fish and just being left alone at a lake yeah. or or yeah. on a shore or on a dock and That's what they say about the worst day fishing. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. Excellent beers. Doc, it's been a long time, which means we have not lost in a long time. Oh, yeah. I've been doing really well the last couple of months. <laughs> but that might end tonight. It will. It's time. Welcome to another edition of Beer or Not a Beer. The hoppiest or happiest, hoppiest game show in town. In case you've forgotten, because it's been a while, going to name four beers. Three are Actual beers, believe it or not. You need to pick the one beer out of the four that I made up. Which beer is not a beer? Beer number one, cracking down a Kolsch. Cracking down Kolsch. Beer number two, the Karate Squid. <laughs> are, you, are you guys getting the theme here? <laughs> In IPA. Beer number three. Squid Vicious. Squid <laughs> Vicious. Another IPA. And beer number four, Squid Pro Quo. Oh, my God. A stout. Oh, 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 these are so good. Beer number one, Cracking Down. Beer number two, Karate Squid. Beer number three, Squid Vicious. Beer number four, Squid Pro Quo. Which beer is not a beer? Mateo. Which beer? Hold my finger. Which beer is not a beer? Beer number one, cracking down. Talent. First of all, I'm going to say that every one of these should be a beer because yes. they're brilliant. <laughs> they're all brilliant names. Uh, I'm going to go with one as well. Cracking down. Squid. That's so good. It is such a great name. That's why I want it to be a beer. Squid. And Squid Vicious, squid. too. I, I, why do I think I've seen Karate Squid so? Just that's the one I was going to go with, but but then the more I thought about it, I'm talking myself into thinking I've seen it. Squid pro quo. I'm going, I'll go number four, squid pro quo. Squid pro quo. So no one chose beer number two, karate squid, which actually is an IPA from Humble Sea Brewing in oh, Santa Cruz. You have had oh, it. Okay, memory still works a little bit. Good job. Beer number three really is a beer, squid vicious. It's an IPA from Silver Branch Brewing in Maryland. And we're down to cracking down Kolsch and Squid Pro Quo. Squid Pro Quo really is a beer from mm, okay. Backfish in Texas. And Mateo and Talent, you got it. Cracking down is the nice. beer oh, I made That up. should be a beer. That is a great name. 
Yeah, that's a great name. Squid Pro Quo. What a yeah. God, what a great name. Anything that wasn't a beer had to be something from like a SpongeBob episode. That's what I was kind of <laughs> thinking there because all of these could have been on there as well. All right, that was a fun one. Was, you, was I cracking you up? <laughs> <laughs> all right, join us next time for beer, not a beer. Oh, that was, it's fun to, fun to do this again. Yeah. Um, hey, we got some, some beers to rink. Let's do it. Unless you want to drink one more while we rank. I don't see why we want it. Okay. We got one more to finish. We might as well. Cause it's another Aguamala and this is the Sirena, which is the mermaid, um, Pilsner. So this one, I don't think. Oh, siren song. Yeah. Um, there you go. Try that one. Okay. I know what kind of fish this is. I know this one. Mermaid. That's true. Mermaid with some long locks. Oh, scary nails. Ooh. It'll drag you down under. The Japanese lager, as it it sat in the glass a little bit, wasn't as, I didn't like as much as the other two. I think it's one you need, you want it cold. And fat, and that's drink why I'm it quick. 100 yeah, of like, yeah, 100. Yeah, 100. I'll 100 never 100. know what it tastes like when it sits in the glass. Because you, you'll just you'll just pound those things. Um, this one here, it's uh, basically just, it's just their pilsner. It's got some floral notes, some fruit, and it's all, it's five point two percent. It's like listen, it's won a lot of awards for them in their in the different Baja competitions. That is not what I expected it's at a little, all. Little, yeah, it is a little florally. Mm-hmm. Sorry, folks. I got to sit on this one for yeah. a second because it it really threw me off. Does not. It's actually. I, thought, I was thinking like a Czech pills. No, it's maltier than a Czech pills. And there's some flavors I don't know what to do with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a fan. It says floral notes. That's all right. All right, we got some beers to rate. We had viewpoints. Lager for Ukraine. Thank you, Doctor. Yeah. As far as lager goes, I loved it. So I'm going 4.8. Tell uh, I'm trying to get back to what I what I gave it. But um, I gave it, let's see here. Let me just go. Oh, here we go. Uh, 4.2. I gave it a 4.75. I loved it. Mm-hmm. It was really good. I thought it was delicious. Oh, excuse me. Uh, Aguamala. So we have some Aguamala beers. Vieja Amber Lager. That was my favorite of the three. I'm going to go 4.2. I went 4.3. What, 4.25. Ooh, it was my, it was my favorite of the night, though. That was my yeah. favorite of the night. Uh, we had the Fugo, Japanese lager. Yeah, it's so-so. Uh, 3.5. Yep. I, I went 4.0 on it. But I, like I said, I agree with you guys. I think it's one of those ones that, uh, as it warmed up, it wasn't as good. I had uh, a 4, and I kind of downgraded yeah. it 3.9. I, I drink it. Someone yeah. bought me a pint. I drink it, but... That's not saying anything. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm a discerning <laughs> beer drinker. <laughs> I'm not afraid to say no. And then we had the Serena Pilsner, the floral. What was that Pilsner? Yeah, three point five, three point two. I don't know. I went three point eight. It was it was probably my least favorite of the night. It, it's definitely one though. Maybe you drink a few more of them as you get used to it. It's just different. It wasn't like a traditional. We're used to kind of that traditional Pilsner. And it, you know, it, actually, the more I'm letting it sit, yeah. the more I'm liking it. Actually, I'm going the other way. The more I more sits, the less I like yeah. it. I'm going 3.25 on that yeah. one, but they made it up to me with that amber lager, mm-hmm. which 
was fantastic. I would, if I saw that in a store somewhere, I would buy all of it and take it home. Great. Well, excellent beers. Thank you very much for sharing. And listeners, thank you for spending the hour with us. Remember, just a moment to rate us, review us wherever you get our podcast. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. We'd love to keep drinking, but right now we got to run. B double E double R U N beer run. B double E double R U N beer run. All we need is a ten and a five, or a car and a key and a sober driver. B double E double R U N beer run.